Welcome to You Influence Podcast, where you will hear everything you need to learn how to be a man or woman of influence for the better in your personal and professional life, in business, at work, and in your social life. Becoming a person of positive influence has an invaluable effect in ways we cannot imagine, but can only be felt in personal fulfillment. Welcome back to another episode of Mavi Said Monday on your You Influence Podcast. What's going on, guys? This is Rafael Mavi coming to you today with a topic that I personally feel very passionate about because, you know, being an entrepreneur is not an easy thing. I've I've started the entrepreneurial journey back in 2004, and I started off in direct sales. Now, mind you, I was still, if you know my story, then, you know, you're going to hear it again. But if you don't, I started my entrepreneurial slash sales endeavor while I still had a full-time job and uh, when I made that transition in my personal opinion I think I did a little uh, prematurely because I didn't understand the concept and the risks involved but you know 16 15 16 17 years later I understand why I had to go through all of that so I can be in a position that I am today. And one of those moments today that I get to enjoy is talking to new entrepreneurs, uh, you know, new, new age, new breed of entrepreneurs, I should say, you know, smarter, wiser because of all the information that we have access to today. The only thing that I'm seeing that people uh, where people are making mistakes is that they think time is on their side and it's not it, it really isn't you know we, we listen to social media influencers we listen to several you know business influencers and most of the advice that comes from them is great advice you know I got nothing against it at all why simply because they're speaking from experience but then every once in a while you hear or you get the idea that time is on your side. Realistically, it's not because nobody literally knows anything as far as what's going to happen tomorrow. And whenever I give the advice of to somebody that's asking a question, I say, okay, so why don't you go in this direction if you're not happy with what you have now? And the objection that I get from them, it really, they're giving themselves an excuse of why not to do it. And that's the objection of time. Oh, well, what if it's not going to work? I'm going to lose my time. I'm going to lose a year. I'm going to lose two years. My answer is very simple. Are you happy with what you got now? The answer is no. My second question is, do you think that one or two years are going to go by Anyway, the answer is yes. Well, if the time is going to go by anyway, why don't you attempt doing things a little bit differently that will be in your favor if you do it right? Right? And then they're like, oh, well, yeah, you're right. Time is going to go by anyway. I might as well do this. Right? So sometimes it takes somebody else to bring awareness uh, to us. And I've been there myself more than once or twice. Trust me. So here's what I want to cover with you on this episode, guys. I want to go through some bullet points 
at on what not to do. And then I'm going to give you some bullet points as far as what you should be doing effective immediately if you haven't started already. Okay. Now, by the way, if you're looking to transition, if you're not entrepreneurial and you're looking to switch careers or switch jobs, most of this information will apply to you as well. Okay. So here's one thing. This is actually something that irritates me a lot. And that is I see a lot of people on social media. They've been on social media for the past two, three, four, five, six years. And I see who they're paying attention to. I see who they follow. I see what posts they, they, they comment on. And I also know where they're at in their personal life. So now do not take offense. And if you find it offensive, then it's something that is wrong with your thinking process. It's not what I'm saying because I'm going to tell you right now nothing but the truth. And one of those truths is, is that entrepreneurialism is difficult. Is it for everybody? No. Can everyone do it? Yes. Is that confusing? Is it for everybody? No. Simply be the reason why no is because not everyone is mentally prepared to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody is properly equipped skill-wise to be an entrepreneur. Does everyone have the ability and the potential to be an entrepreneur? In my opinion, yes. Okay? But because we're not conditioned nor trained that way, right? Even in most employments, employers do not treat their employees, their team members, as an entrepreneur. To, for somebody to be accountable for their work. For somebody to treat their job like it's their own little business within a business. And when you start raising that type of mentality, when you start cultivating that type of behavior, then you getting the person ready to become an entrepreneur. Whether they will or not is their decision. Maybe some people are capable, but they don't want to carry the risk. They don't want to have to put in 70, 80, 100 hours a week. That's their choice. But are they competent to do it? The answer is yes. So let's go to point number one. Back to looking at people observing all these business influencers and they're they're talking a big game but it's been a handful of years where nothing in their life has taken place where they made the right move toward entrepreneurialism let me share this with you if it's been more than two years and this is my opinion and i'm very very i may be wrong but I do not doubt myself whatsoever, not even for a second. If it's been more than two years that you've been sitting on your ass observing other entrepreneurs and you're following influencers, you might as well unfollow, unsubscribe, and be content with what you have. Because if you haven't done anything in the last two years, chances are, statistically, mathematically speaking, by observing so many people, by doing this for 16 years, if you haven't done anything in the last two years, but you wanted to, and you're just afraid to take that first step, chances are you won't. Therefore, you're just wasting your time by continuously to feeding yourself that bullshit idea that you're going to be a business owner one day. Pack it up, give it up, enjoy your 9 to 5, 
fall in love with it and if you don't love it right now go find something that you will absolutely love something that you're really good at but you need to give up that idea that you're going to be a business person because if you study any successful business person male female i don't care what the country is i don't care what the race is it doesn't matter what the gender is it, it really none of that matters if you study successful people including uh presidents when a decision has to be made to take a leap into a different direction of their life those decisions normally happen pretty fast one of the key components to effective leadership and entrepreneurialism is about leadership first you lead yourself then you end up leading others one of the key components is the ability to make decisions fast if you are not making those decisions fairly quickly especially in the last two years if you haven't done anything pack it up leave it alone okay or take this message right now and make a decision today it doesn't have to be the right or the wrong decision it has to be a decision a decision whether either you're going to th follow through with it you know we have the 2020 right around the corner make a goal whether you're going to do it or you won't spend that time instead more wisely into something else where it's going to bring you more productivity or just more fulfillment okay stop lying to yourself now ask yourself a question how long have you been pondering on this idea to do something else to go find another job with another employer to do uh, something on a side maybe a side hustle maybe to start a retail company maybe to start a consulting company maybe to go into a sales I don't know what your that desire is but if you've been observing and pondering ask yourself a question how long and if it's too long in your opinion you could lie to other people you could lie to your family friends co-workers colleagues your whoever one person you cannot lie to is yourself and if in your mind that answer is too long the next question should be is how long will you have the patience for more if it's been six months how long is it going to be before you make a decision and if it's going to be if your answer in your head is another six months again that's not going to happen decisions need to be made fast this is something you need to train yourself on now for years you know when people ask me like oh what's your birthday you know they, they they're trying to judge my personality based on my you know um astrology sign and i'm a libra so when i say when i tell them my birthday they're like oh yeah well you're a libra you know they're known to be uh indecisive uh it's a sign of uh, uh scale so they've constantly are fighting an internal battle to be in balance with themselves and my answer is that's complete nonsense because I have trained myself since the early age, since I probably, uh, probably since I graduated high school. I've trained myself how to make decisions fast because as soon as I heard that stereotype about that sign, now I may or may not believe in it. You don't have to believe in it, or maybe you do. I don't know. But when I started hearing that stereotype, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to belong to that stereotype. I'm going to train myself on how to make decisions fast. Then I started paying attention to other people born in the same sign. I realized that stereotype is true for the most part. There are always exceptions. And I trained my mind to make decisions fast. If you are going to be a leader one day of other people, and if you want to be a business 
influencer, you need to learn how to make decisions fast. In spite of anything else, in spite of what your family thinks of you, and in spite of what your bank account looks like, in spite of you know what the economy is doing or who the president is, it doesn't matter. You need to train your mind how to make those decisions fast. Okay. Now, in regards to safety, this is a complete valid um, reason why most people do not start on their entrepreneurial journey when they want to, and they don't want to leave their safe, secure job. I completely get it, and you don't need to. That's my answer to you. You don't need to. What you need to do is you need to commit to a time frame of how long do you still want to be there where you're at now while you're pursuing what it is that you really want to do. Okay? Don't leave the safety as long as you commit to doing something else. So, for example, if you're working 35, 40, 50 hours a week at your full-time job or, you know, doing something that takes up most of your time, find, carve out the time in your schedule, sacrifice, exchange, you know, find the useless things that actually take up your time and energy out of your weekly schedule and put that time and energy into something more productive, into something that you want to pursue. You need to make a commitment, all right? You need to understand, again, time is not on your side. Um, another, this is a big one. This is something that I'm guilty of myself. When I was just a salesperson doing direct sales, I was not a business owner. Yeah, I was self-employed, but it's not considered to be a business owner. I was making business owner type-ish decisions based on a salesperson mindset and experience. Now, if you are an employee and you want to transition into, into, into the entrepreneurial world, you need to stop making, quote-unquote, business. I'm making these air quotes right now. These business decisions based on employee mindset. You have absolutely zero input on the world of business as an employee. I don't care if you work for you know one of the big fours for KPMG or Deloitte or any other big firms. I don't care if you're a consultant of 20 years. If you do not if know how to acquire your own clients, how to delegate projects to employees, without, without, you could be delegating projects to other employees, but you're on a payroll. If I take that paycheck away from you and you don't know how to feed yourself, you do not know what it's like to survive in a business world. You literally don't. The security of a paycheck, and I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. You just need to stop making the entrepreneurial-like decisions based on employee mindset. Because when you have that paycheck, it gives you a very nice sense of security. How do I know this? I've been there. That's one of the biggest reasons why I had to detach myself from the payroll. Because your mindset, your hunger, your frustration, your stress levels, trust me, everything changes. When you do not have the security of a steady paycheck, your decisions change as well. Everything, and I mean everything, down to your diet, everything will change for you. And until you've lived that life, you're not in a position to make entrepreneurial decisions. You need to study, you need to observe, you need to calculate, and you need to commit. Okay? So, here are the things that you need to do. Number one, research. 
if you are diving into an industry that you know little about, you need to do more research. If you are transitioning within the same industry, but you're going from an employee and now you want to service other businesses as a consultant or as a small business, right? So let's say you're an accountant working for an employer and you're sick and tired of the corporate grind and you want to do it on your own for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be financial. It could be maybe it's just a peace of mind. Whatever the case is, you now need to research that industry from a business standpoint because before you were an employee you were receiving a check you were given projects you were given you know uh whatever the information you just need to you needed to go in and get it done now you want to research the industry from a business standpoint you could be a psychiatrist you could be a physical therapist you could be a medical doctor you could be an attorney working for a law firm but now you want to do it on your own so now you need to research that industry as a business owner. What's the competition? What are the rates? What's the marketplace? What's the cap? How is social media re reacting to this or responding to this? How many of those businesses are in social media? What are they doing to generate more clients? Is there a need? Right? Or how, can I scale this? Is it easy to um, recruit new team members into your team for this industry? You need to go through all of this information. You got to do your research. Second one is commit. Commit to your goals. Write them out. You need to write out a plan of action with the dates on the paper. You need to network your way in like a madman or madwoman. You got to go to all these seminars classes shake hands don't think social media is going to save you believe me guys it won't it won't okay technology is not going to build your career it may provide a nice healthy check it will give you a great exposure but it will not build you a legacy it will not build you that seven and eight figure business done on social media alone okay third one is you got to invest in yourself uh, books, that's great. That's a great starting point. But then the next one is live events, seminars, online workshops. And the most important one is coaches. Without proper mentors and coaches, me personally, I would not be where I am today. Okay? That means you will need to dig into your pocket and spend with people that have gone through the path that you're looking to embark on. You need to hire coaches. I don't know of a single athlete that has achieved major feats without the proper coach. I don't know of a single successful business owner without that got there without mentors and coaches. Everything of greatness requires assistance. You cannot do it on your own. Okay? The fourth one. This is crucial. This is something that I've always had a hard time dealing with. But from experience, I know how important it is. And that is you need to live and die by your schedule. Your schedule will dictate your behavior, your daily activities. You need to write it all out, pen to paper. 
some people prefer a digital method that's great i have the uh the calendar on my phone as well but i still write everything out the night before for the following day and in the morning i review those things i review my daily targets i review my daily schedule hour by hour minute by minute okay some phone calls are scheduled for 10 15 minutes some phone calls are scheduled for 45 minutes so it, it depends, you know, what you're doing, but you need to live and die by your schedule. That includes your family. You need to schedule all of that in. You need to live and die by your schedule. Okay. The next one is find the accountability partner. Now, whether it's going to be your coach or a business partner or running a, uh, mate, so whoever it is, they need to be on the same mental wavelength as you and they're going to hold you accountable. If if they're on the same or similar journey, step up and become their accountability partner. But you got to have somebody holding you accountable. One of the biggest reasons why people, adults, and I, and I quoted, fail as adults after school is over is because there's no more accountability. There's no more, there are no more teachers. There are no more professors. There's no more accountability. That is one of the biggest reasons why adults fail in their adulthood and they do not become everything they've ever dreamed of as a, a, a kid, as a student. Because reality sets in and they get distracted by excuses and reasons and events and kids and marriage and jobs that they hate and there's no accountability. That's the bottom line. So you need to find an accountability partner that will hold you accountable. Last but not least, you have to figure out how to scale that business. Even as a part-timer, if you're transitioning slowly but surely, but you're you're committed, you're doing everything you're supposed to, you need to see how you can scale that business so you do not become that one-woman, one-man show. Unless that's what you want to do, you want to become a copywriter or a blogger and live on the islands and just do remote work and make you five, ten thousand dollars a month, and that will make you happy. That's great. Then scratch this one out. You don't need to figure out how to scale. But if you want to grow your chosen profession or the niche that you want to pursue, and uh, you want to grow it into a business, that means you need to scale it. You have to calculate how you can scale it financially manpower the amount of clients how those projects are going to be uh, dispersed between each individual who's going to do what and the dates okay so again if you are passionate about becoming a solopreneur you want to do everything on your own that's cool kudos to you I mean, it takes a lot of guts to do that, right? That's great. Leave this one alone. If that's not you, you have to figure out how to scale your business. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please take this information to heart. Write it all out, you know, and execute on it. Thanks again for listening. Share this podcast out. Subscribe. Leave a rating. Uh, rate of five stars and leave a comment. I'd love to hear back from you. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, please show us your support by subscribing and leaving a positive review to help us advance on the chart. You can always connect with me on social media by searching for Rafael Mavi at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. 
If you have any questions or just want to drop a line, the fastest way to get a hold of me is through my Instagram. Until next time.